Do you feel untrained when it comes to songwriting? Maybe you are naturally musical. You've written some songs before, but you ever stop and think and ask yourself, do I actually know what I'm doing? Well, that was definitely the case for me way back when, but I started doing this exercise that was inspired by a course that I took in college, and it really helped to get me to understand some of these songwriting fundamentals and be able to really understand what actually happens in a song to give me that confidence. I want to share that exercise with you and how to actually go about doing that exercise. So let's get into it. Welcome to Dear Songwriter, the show to help you, the songwriter, to write and release your first album or single so you can effectively start your artist journey. My name is Connor Frost. I'm a songwriter as well as professional mentor who helps songwriters to do exactly that to start their artist journey. So I want to talk today about song analysis. Now, it may sound dry, it may sound boring, but if you love songwriting like I do, and like I would guess many of you do, it's a really enjoyable and also important exercise. And it's something that I started doing back in college. And I took this, I think it was like a Music 232 class or something called music analysis. And we analyze mostly classical music, Brahms, Mozart. And I fell in love with it. I thought it was really cool being able to analyze what was actually happening as it related to melody, sometimes as it related to lyrics, as it related to instrumentation and chord progressions and decisions that were made related to the construction of a piece or the construction of a song. And so I've started to do this in the last couple months very seriously with my own songwriting clients. And it's really been great. And we've all learned a lot, myself included. So in order to understand how to do a song analysis, we need to understand why we should do a song analysis, right? And so other than it being fun, and I truly believe that it is fun, there are three main reasons why I believe you should do a song analysis, whether it's a peer of yours or it's a famous artist, a well-known artist, I think it's important. So I'm going to go through those reasons. So number one, reason number one is for you to attain more songwriting tools. With each analysis that you do, if you can gain one more tool, one more cool thing that you observe that a particular artist is doing, then it is absolutely a win, right? So songwriting, I believe, is really just an accumulation of those tools. So that is reason number one. Reason number two is to take note of what you like in terms of the creative decisions that someone is making as well as what you don't like, right? So if it's a particular song of a particular genre and they make this creative decision that just irks you every time, I don't know, maybe it's like a key change, for example, I have opinions about key changes, then perhaps you make note of that. I'm not really into that creative decision and this is the reason why. The same can be said for things that you like, right? So maybe it's a particular artist does a lot of outros and they do it in a particular way, right? Make note of the fact that you like that particular creative decision and you can kind of make moves from there. Reason number three as to why you should do a song analysis is so that you can apply any of what I just said to your own songwriting. These tools that you're accumulating, these observations that you're making as it relates to creative decisions by these artists, 
These are all things that you can apply to future songs that you've written or even go back to some songs that you already have. So before you do a song analysis, it's really important that you're clear on the following terms. And I'm not going to go through each of those terms now, but these terms are going to come up in this podcast episode and just in general terms that you should know, right? So number one is melody. Number two is motif. Then we have verse, chorus, pre-chorus, bridge, interlude, outro, understanding what those sections are of a song. And then the last thing to understand is song structure, right? So if you're not sure what those terms mean, I definitely encourage you to listen to previous episodes that I've put out, or you can reach out to me directly through Instagram at Connor L. Frost, and I would happily send you to some resources to really define those things. So once you're clear on the above terms, now you can really get to work. So let's go into the how, which is kind of the whole purpose of this episode. In order to understand the how, I think let's just lay it out. Let's just answer these questions. Question number one, when you're doing a song analysis is what is the structure of this song? So you listen through and take note of it. So I'm going to use Taylor Swift's anti-hero as an example. Perhaps some of this is up for interpretation. I'm going to go with my interpretation in terms of what I believe the structure was. So intro, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, interlude, verse, pre-chorus, chorus, interlude, verse, chorus, chorus, outro. So listening through, making note of what that structure is, writing it out if it's helpful to do that. Okay, item number two in terms of how to do a song analysis would be to answer the question, what are the melodic motifs in each section of the song? How many motifs are there and how do they differ from section to section? So a bit of a, I guess, a three-part question, specifically talking about motifs as well as song structure. So I'm going to use Nirvana's Drain You as an example. This is a song that I actually broke down in a previous episode. So in the verse, there's really just one motif. It's a little bit more of a dynamic melody, higher to lower notes. In the chorus, there are two motifs. It's a little bit more of a stagnant melody with some emphasis on lower notes. And then the bridge is just one motif, very stagnant melody, lower notes. So the reason you want to take note specifically of the differences is to understand the contrast, right? The contrast that is being made from section to section, right? Because that's uh, really important and that's how you're able to differentiate the sections in a clear way that brings the listener on a sonic journey that makes sense. So making note of motifs section to section is number two. Number three, to answer the question, how are the lyrics progressing the song and story from one verse to the next. Okay, so specifically looking at lyrics. And more specific than that, how are the lyrics progressing the story between the verses? So we'll use Ed Sheeran's song, The A-Team, as an example, which is a song that I've, that I've analyzed with my clients. So in verse one, there's a heavy use of imagery. I'm not going to go through the lyrics really right now, but there's a heavy use of imagery not really giving much of the story away yet. Right. So he's basically just bringing us to the scene. We don't really have a clear sense, maybe, of what the song is about. In verse two, there's still a strong use of imagery, but it shifts from describing surroundings more to items, right? Specific items. And the items that are being described, I'll just give a couple examples here ripped gloves, wet clothes, right? They suggest 
a certain situation for the main character that's being talked about. So really dialing in on those lyrics. So item number four, also a question of lyrics. How do the lyrics differ from section to section, verse to pre-chorus as an example? So we'll stick with Ed Sheeran on this one. So again, verse one, heavy use of imagery, just kind of bringing us to the scene like I was saying. And the pre-chorus is when he introduces the character and there's less imagery and there's more actually telling the story, like what's actually happening. It also shifts to a clear third person point of view. Okay. So making note of what's happening lyrically between sections is also important when you're doing an analysis. Okay, so I'm going to go over those items one more time. So the questions you need to ask when you're doing a song analysis, what is the structure of the song? That's number one. What are the melodic motifs in each section of the song and what are they doing from section to section? Item number three is how are the lyrics progressing the song and story from verse to verse? And then item number four, question number four, how do the lyrics differ from section to section, making note of those things. So how should you go about doing this? So my recommendation would be to listen through maybe three different times, right? Listen through three different times, and each time you can either answer an additional question or you can tackle all the questions at the same time and just add to them. When you're answering a question about lyrics, you can really just read them. So my suggestion would be to listen through three times and just take note of these things as you're going through it. Okay, so let's say you do that, right? You've created some notes, you've written down some notes, you have done this song analysis. What's the next thing to do, right? I think the next thing is to try to create some sort of template. So song structure, right? Write out the song structure of that particular song you listen to melodically, right? Motifs, right? What has been done as it relates to melody, as it relates to the motifs, get a clear sense of what that is, okay? Based on your analysis, type that out. And then the third thing is lyrically. First, write down what is being done lyrically is in as much detail as you would like. Put that into some sort of sheet and create a template from it. And then what you can do is you can try to write a song based on that template. Now, some of y'all may not like that idea. Oh, songwriting shouldn't be so rigid. Songwriting comes from the heart. I get it. I understand. But I think creating these limitations sometimes allow you to go out of your comfort zone when it comes to songwriting and allows you to think differently, maybe doing things that perhaps you haven't done before. Also, if you know that a particular template, a particular formula has worked for a past artist, why would you not try it yourself? Why would you not try it yourself? Begs the question. Thank you for listening. I do have a gift for you. So if you are struggling to turn your songs, your ideas into completed songs, you're a little bit unclear about structure, you're unclear about melody, you're unclear about just how to really transform something into a song, I have a free video training called How to Confidently Turn Your Voice Memos into Release-Ready Songs. If you are interested in claiming that, it is available for a little bit longer. Go to connorfrost.com, C-O-N-N-O-R, Frost, F-R-O-S-T.com, slash video training to go ahead and claim it. It's a lot of good stuff in there. It's under 30 minutes, so it doesn't take much of your time. I hope that's helpful. I will talk to you next week. Thanks, as always, for listening.